good evening. I am excited about this episode <laughs> because I'm revealing some secrets. I'm revealing some secrets that I probably maybe even shouldn't reveal, but I'm going to reveal them anyway because this series, Rest-Based Weight Loss, is all about just educating you on how to achieve sustainable weight loss, okay? Um, so I want to talk about a secret that probably most personal trainers and weight loss coaches do not want you to know. They uh, don't want you to know this at all because if you knew this secret, then you wouldn't need them. <laughs> you wouldn't need me. <laughs> and that's not to say that they're not valuable. Of course, personal trainers and weight loss coaches are definitely valuable because of the education and the training that they have went through and their ability to just inform you and teach you about some things that you probably otherwise wouldn't be able to, to know yourself. But when it comes to just uh, strategies on how to get down to the weight that you want to get down to and how to keep that weight... There's a secret that uh, most of us don't want you to know, and that's because uh, most of us don't even know the secret ourselves. I don't know how many times I've met like a personal trainer that has weight issues, and I don't want to. I'm not saying that in a judgmental and mean way, but you know, I see a lot of personal trainers that are maybe are really muscular. You know, they have like you know really big muscles up here and are very muscular, but then have like this belly that they're struggling with. You know what I mean? Like, uh, or they'll talk about you know the fact that I I knew this one personal trainer, you know, fitness instructor, taught classes and everything, and this personal trainer was talking about the fact that they like had to do cardio every day. Otherwise, if they skipped a day of cardio, they would start gaining weight. And I'm like, that is not healthy. Don't you know the science behind why it is you gain weight when you stop doing cardio? So there's a lot of miseduca miseducation out there. There's a lot of, a lot of things that even fitness and weight loss professionals don't know. Uh, there's a there's a lot of information out there that is not applicable to everyone, and there's some information out there that needs to be tweaked depending on who you are and what your goals are. And so that's connected to this one secret that uh, weight loss coaches and, and personal trainers don't want you to know, and they themselves don't even know it. But before I share what that secret is, in case this is your first time listening, I'm Lene Urban, nutrition and lifestyle coach, and I'm all about education. Like I'm all about teaching uh, people how to dig down within themselves to find what they need to be able to achieve the goals that they want. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of information and a lot of strategy around how to do that. And my goal is to provide that information in uh, the most accessible way possible. I do that from a passion standpoint, from a passion standpoint, because four years ago I had been struggling with my weight, uh, you know, off and on in between my pregnancies for eight years. And I couldn't figure out why I kept failing miserably, why I couldn't get past three or four days without failing on whatever diet or exercise program that I had started. There were a couple things that I tried that were successful for maybe about a month. And then after a month, I would start gaining the weight back. There were a lot of deep rooted issues that were connected to the reason that I could not lose and sustain weight. And once I found the strategy that worked for me and started doing research on why it worked for me this time, as opposed to eight years before, I just knew that I had to share that information, especially with uh, those of you that or like me, that there's a lot of emotional anguish and baggage attached to weight and the inability to stick to anything. 
ever. So uh, with that passion in mind, I decided to become a weight loss coach and to share as much information as possible. If you have any questions about what I what I share and what I teach and what it is that I do and anything specifically that relates, you know, even perhaps to you, uh, I would love to hear what those questions are. Um, I created a page specifically. And if, actually, if you click on the link and go to the page, you're going to see a before and after photo of me. Um, that's something that I would probably share on the internet, but I cut my face off, so it's okay. But it's a picture of uh, of me about four weeks after I started my weight loss journey, and then a picture of me at the very tail end of my journey, uh, and and you know the weight loss that I've been able to achieve. So that's at the top of the page. Uh, it's the page is operationfixmylife.com/slash/question-and-answer. If you go to that page and you enter your email address and your and your first name, you'll be able to sign up for my newsletter, which I'm going to be sending out every week, and then you'll also be able to submit a question to me that I will come on here live and answer. If you check me out on Facebook live, then you'll also be able to drop a question in the comment section that I'll come on live and answer. So for example, yesterday I got a fantastic question, um, by, by Sherilyn and it was in regards to her daughter. I was talking about the three weight loss strategies that a lot of people, three popular weight loss strategies that most people run to when they want to lose weight and how those weight loss strategies can end up actually making you gain weight instead of lose it. And so this one question came from Sherilyn. Uh, she was talking about the fact that her 28 your old daughter has lost 65 pounds and three pant sizes in a year, which is phenomenal. But she wants to make sure that her daughter stays on track and doesn't gain that weight back. And she says that her daughter has about 20 more pounds to lose. And she was, uh, and Sherilyn was asking for any suggestions on, uh, on how to not stress out the metabolism while she's trying to lose those last 20 pounds. And my response is that when you have a lot of weight to lose like that, you know, 60, 70, 70, 80, 100 pounds, whatever strategy uh, allows you to lose like that first big bulk of weight and you only have, you know, 15 to 20 pounds left to go. Typically, whatever you did to lose those first 65 pounds is not going to work for the last 20 pounds. If it does work for the last 20 pounds, then it's going to stress your metabolism out and then your metabolism will fight to put that weight back on. So, in order to combat and mitigate that, the very best thing that you can do is rest, relax as much as possible. Prioritize really good quality sleep at night so that your body every night has an opportunity to rejuvenate and regenerate itself. Um, spend about 20 to 30 minutes every day doing a rest and relaxation activity like meditation or journaling or hot bubble baths or restorative yoga, something that's going to keep your metabolism from feeling the stress of you trying to lose those last 20 pounds. That's very stressful for your metabolism because your metabolism uh, likes to keep a nest egg of weight, of fat on your body, like a little a savings account, just in case something horrible happens. Like uh, we all run out of food or you get sick and you're incapable of eating. If you have a good 15 to 20 pound nest egg on your body, then your metabolism is comfortable with keeping you alive. Your metabolism is confident, okay, that we can stay alive. We have enough fat to get us through whatever might come, whatever circumstances might come. 
um, not knowing your metabolism doesn't know that we have advanced in our in medicine and advanced in our access to food where we don't need the 15 to 20 pounds to survive anymore. Our metabolism doesn't know that it hasn't adapted. So uh, when you try to lose those last 15 to 20 pounds, your metabolism takes that as, oh God, here it is. Here's the famine or here's the sickness. And so your metabolism starts fighting back in order to um, maintain those 20 pounds. So rest and relaxation is key when it comes to losing that last little bit of weight. Thank you so much, Sherilyn, for submitting that question. It was excellent. So now on to today's topic, the secret that your that the personal trainers and weight loss coaches don't want you to know, and most of them don't know themselves, is that everything that you need in order to get down to the weight that you want to get down to is already inside of you. Like your body is already communicating to you specifically what it is that you need in order to lose weight. Our bodies have very natural hormonal responses and biochemical responses that are constantly all the time communicating to us when we are overdoing or underdoing something that is leading to our weight issues. For example, if you sit down in front of a whole entire plate of food and you uh, get to the point, there is always one, there's always a very specific line that we all get to in this, during this time, during while we're eating, there's a line that we get to where we feel like this is enough. I've had enough. It hit the spot. I'm full. I'm just full enough. This is good. If we never ever again in our lives cross that line, whenever we felt that, if we never cross that line, all of our weight issues would be solved. We would be able to maintain a healthy and proper weight for the rest of our lives. That is our body's internal biofeedback that is trying to regulate our weight for us. We don't have to hire a nutrition coach. We don't have to hire a, a weight loss coach or a personal a personal trainer to tell us what to eat. We don't have to download any calorie counting apps to tell us how many calories we have to eat on a daily basis. We don't need any of that. We have hormones inside of our body already that are constantly communicating to us specifically and exactly what we need to do in order to maintain a healthy weight. The question is, do we know how to listen? Are we listening? Are we even setting ourselves up for an opportunity to listen? And what I mean by that is, are we filling up our plates with food that we just cannot stop eating? Are we filling our plates up with a high like calorie dense, super delicious, high fat, high starch, high sugar, tons of salt, tons of flavor. Do we constantly, are we constantly filling up our plate with foods that even once we get to that line that says I'm done, I've had enough, that that food tastes so good that we cannot stop ourselves from crossing that line. Ah, aha. Okay. So that's where we run into, okay, I need a weight loss coach or, oh, I need a personal trainer or, 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 oh, I need to download this calorie counting app. That's when we start looking for those third party support systems to teach us something that we actually need to take responsibility for teaching ourselves. So we have 
hormones. We have biofeedback inside of us that is naturally, and it's, it's, it's constantly communicating to us specifically what we need to do to maintain weight and, and to keep our weight at a healthy level. Kira, thanks for jumping in. Nice to see you. you said that's exactly what I do. Fill up the plates with the yummy stuff. And that sort of leads to uh, just number two, what weight loss coaches and personal trainers don't know is they don't know that you know our bodies don't function and our weight isn't regulated by the amount of calories we eat. Our bodies function and our bodies are regulated by how ma- by how many hours throughout the day that we don't eat. Okay? Weight loss has nothing to do with the amount of calories you consume versus the amount of calories that you burn. Weight loss has everything to do with how often you're not eating. So if we can get by with having like one super delicious meal during the day, and if we can get by with not snacking in between our meals, if we can get by with getting uh, to that line and not crossing that line, that is all of the nutrition changes that you would have to make in order for your body to just start dropping weight naturally without any effort. And, and, and we don't know that. Personal trainers, weight loss coaches, we don't know that because uh, the research that we are being taught as we're going through training, the research says that it's all about your calories. It's all about how many calories you consume versus how many calories you burn. I don't know how many people tell me that they, uh, that they were taught or they were told that they have to eat six small meals a day, that they have to eat every two hours. What happens if the things that they're eating every two hours are just increasing cravings because they're so, you know, for, uh, they're so delicious, increasing cravings for more and more calorie dense foods so that they're eating every two hours and they're consuming a ton of calories and yet it's taking care of their hunger issue, but they're not, uh, they're not able to match the output of, of calories or they're not able to give their biofeedback enough time to communicate to them and let them know that they don't need this much food, that they don't need it. They don't need all those calories. They don't need to eat every two hours. And, and then eventually what happens is we just work ourselves up to now behavioral cravings where two hours goes by and we don't even, we don't need any cal We don't need sustenance. We don't need any food, but we've worked ourselves up to, uh, this behavioral, this behavioral craving of it's been two hours. I have to eat now. So the question is about biofeedback. If we can, and this is why I say, you know, as a weight loss coach, I'm like, we don't have to get rid of the things that you love. I mean, we don't have to get rid of the things that you love, but we do have to get you to a place where you are listening to your body and honoring your body when your body says, this is enough. I've had enough. It, it, this was delicious. It tastes amazing. I've had enough of my fill. I don't need any more. So that's where we have to start regulating and looking and digging down and saying, okay, what is it about me? What is it about uh, my behavior? What is it about my upbringing? Or, uh, you know, what is it about, um, uh, what is it about my, my feelings about food that are causing me to, to not listen when my body says I've had enough?
Kira, that's a great question. You, your question is so that myth about six small meals a day is wrong. Not only is that myth wrong, Kira, but it's currently contributing to the obesity crisis. It's currently contributing to the obesity crisis because, and this is another video that I'm going to get into where I'll explain a little bit more, but uh, it's contributing to the current obesity crisis because weight, our weight is regulated. It's not regulated by the amount of calories we consume versus the amount of calories we burn. Our weight is regulated by our insulin. Our, our weight is regulated by how often insulin is released and present in our bodies versus how often it's not. So insulin is released anytime we consume uh, proteins, anytime we consume carbohydrates, sugars, starches, Anytime we consume uh, any foods within those macronutrient categories, our insulin our insulin is released in order to lower blood sugar. Okay, and it doesn't, and, and then it doesn't matter if the carbohydrates that you consume are are, are from fiber, like lentils and and you know quinoa, or if they're from like bread and pasta. If insulin is present because you've eaten something, uh, so let me just back up a little bit. When you eat something that raises and elevates your blood sugar, insulin is the hormone that's released to bring that blood sugar down. So every time insulin is present and is, is has been released in your body because your blood sugar has been raised, every time insulin has been released, fat burning shuts down. There are zero fat burning activities happening in your body whenever insulin is present. So that means that if you are eating every two hours or you're eating six small meals a day, let's say you're eating six small meals a day every two hours, that's 12 hours that your blood sugar is constantly being elevated and that insulin is being released in order to lower your blood sugar. That's 12 hours that there's zero fat burning activity going on inside of your body. And then you do that every day. It's no wonder. It's no wonder people are like, oh, I've been, I've been doing everything that I've been told to do. I've been following all the weight loss strategies and, and nothing's working. It's no wonder it's not working. <laughs> okay. So that sort of goes back to, um, oh, hi, Donna. Thanks for jumping in. Um, so that's a great question. Donna, your question is, does diabetes change that or will your body learn to regulate your glucose? Now that, Donna, when it comes to diabetes, what diabetes is, and, and I'll just explain this very quickly, diabetes is insulin resistance to the maximum. And what insulin resistance means is that when you have uh, gotten, and I'm talking specifically about type two diabetes, but when you have gotten to the point where you continue to uh, eat so that your blood sugar is constantly elevated, and then your insulin is constantly being released in order to lower that blood sugar, to lower that blood sugar and lower the blood sugar, eventually what happens is your blood sugar stops responding to insulin. And once your blood sugar stops responding to insulin, that means that it stays spiked and it stays elevated. That is the definition of diabetes. So type two diabetes 
can actually, the effects, the impacts of type 2 diabetes can be reversed by natural insulin regulation, which insulin can be regulated by how often you go without eating. This is why, uh, and I want you guys, I want you guys to look up, um, I believe his name is Dr. For those of you that are interested in this insulin question and, uh, and blood sugar levels and fat burning, um, if you're interested in that, especially in regards to diabetes, then I want you to look up this doctor. He's a Canadian doctor. Um, and his name is, I'm looking up the name right now. Um, and I'll add it to the comments if I can't find it right now, but he is a Canadian doctor that works primarily with those, with those patients with diabetes. And he puts those, he puts people with diabetes on a rigorous fasting program to allow their bodies to reverse the impacts of the insulin resistance and, and retrain their bodies on and retrain their insulin levels on, on how to regulate their blood sugar. So I won't give, hi, Miss Lavette. So I won't give any specific like advice or suggestions when it comes to diabetes, because I am not a doctor and I cannot be sued. I don't have any money to pay you just in case things go left, but I would definitely encourage anybody that's interested in this topic to look up fasting and the impact that fasting has on diabetes. The same, and I want those of you that are, are curious about this, you know, about how insulin and eating six small meals a day and how that impacts weight loss or, or lack thereof, I want you to look up the impact of fasting on weight loss for the purposes of keeping your, of, of creating opportunities for your insulin to stay low so that fat burning inside of your body, fat burning activities can actually have an impact on your weight. So we've, we've ventured off a little bit, but these are great questions. We ventured off a little bit about, uh, you know, in regards to, um, <clears throat> in regards to reading your biofeedback and how just listening to what your body is communicating to you, how listening to your body alone will allow you to uh, get down to and stay at the weight that you're comfortable in. Get down to and stay at the weight that your body was designed to be at in the first place. So I'm going to have to come back and do a part two because we're over time. I want to come back and do a part two of this. And I'm going to give you guys uh, just some more tips on how to listen to your biofeedback, not just when it comes to nutrition, but then when it also comes to exercise. There are some of you out there that absolutely do not even have to exercise to lose weight at all. And I want to talk to you about how you can listen and read your biofeedback uh, so that you can regulate your weight even without exercise. Okay. Lots of good information. Donna, thank you so much for saying that you won't sue me. I appreciate it. <laughs> I appreciate it because I do want to, you know, be able to come back on here and, and give you guys uh, enough content and information that'll be really helpful for you without you, you know, without fear that uh, somebody's going to take me to court one day, just in case things go left and things go sour. Once again, if there's anything specifically that you want me to address, I come on here live every day. And so if there's anything specifically you want me to address, then I want you to click the link in the description of this. 
this, operationfixmylife.com slash question and answer. Uh, because when I start getting questions, I'm going to start each segment of, of these episodes with answering that question live. Okay, because I want to be able to provide as much value and content to those of you that are listening as possible. Okay, thank you so much for jumping in. Uh, I really appreciate the engagement and the questions, and I look forward to seeing you next time. Bye. 